Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is what they like to do. They like to put on a big turtle. We thought Travis Head and Manus Labushin both would get to double hundreds. It wasn't to be. Travis Head was tragically run out. He was not happy about it. But the West Indies were happy about leaving the field when Australia declared 511 runs for seven wickets down. And then they came out. Resistance from Tej Narayan Chandapal. Strange fields towards the end. But Australia have four wickets and they're well on top. Four for 187 at the close. So they trail by 409. Chandapal 47. The Night Watchman Phillips on one. Uh, they lost Brathwaite for 19. Brooks for eight. Blackwood for three and Thomas for four, all in the final session. The most impressive passage of play was where Michael Nisa um, started off and just bowled immaculately. And I mean, the guy who probably wouldn't have thought he'd be, I mean, realistically, was he going to play test cricket um, yeah, this yeah. summer? I mean, it really was touch and go. Just getting an interrogation about passes. <laughs> uh, it, it was touch and go whether he was going to play test cricket ever again or be in the squad because he kind of found himself lower down the pecking order after the win at Adelaide last year, rightly or wrongly called into the squad with Lance Morris. You could probably make a case that Morris plays ahead of him if you want to, um, but they go with Nisa when Hazelwood isn't fit, and he absolutely makes the most of this opportunity at the perfect time in his career arc, because they're going to be picking a squad for England. Yeah. I mean, not immediately, but he's had a good Shield season. Now, this performance tonight, that'll be the perfect reminder. And did you see how I left Michael Nisa out of the 30-second review? <laughs> that to prove that I'm not biased, I'm not only going to focus on Michael Nisa, but you're absolutely right. I mean, once he got that pink ball in his hand, uh, the West Indies started strong again. Craig Brathwaite and Tejnarayan Chandapal survived that little 
period before the, the what is it, the tea break, the dinner break, the yeah. second break. Second break. The second yeah. second break. Uh, and then they came came out and once again looked pretty okay, even against Scott Boland. Uh, we should talk about the fact that he hasn't taken a wicket. Yep. Then Michael Nisa comes in and immediately starts beating the bat just because he's bowling that much fuller, which is what you expect him to do. And then he gets the wicket. Beautiful piece of bowling to get Craig Blathwaite out. He should have had Shama Brooks caught in ball. Almost grabbed that ball. I was on commentary then. Had he got it, it would have broken the glass. <laughs> it would have. It huh. would have. Uh, but then he just took a few more balls to get him out again. Shama Brooks, beautiful outswinger, caught behind. And even when he came back for the second spin, he looked so much threat. That was like so threatening. So did Bowen, number for 13 from 10. But with Nisha in tandem, I wonder whether they'll get the chance to bowl in England together next year. We're jumping forward a bit, but mm. it's hard not to on nights like tonight. Stark was a little bit expensive, didn't quite get that ball coming back towards the right-handers, but I'm sure tomorrow he'll be better for the run. Nathan Lyon moved to 57 wickets at Adelaide Oval, caught and bowled early. Uh, that was Blackwood, the vice-captain, playing his 50th Test match for the Windies, but it does give Lyon a new little record. No one's ever taken more Test wickets than him here at an average of about 25 as well. He's yeah. been. A superb bowler with the pink ball in day-night test cricket over a long period of time since the very start. Yeah, and I was thinking about it during uh, one of the breaks, I think the tea break, when... Uh, oh no, actually this was the first break when Australia was still batting. And you know how Nathan Lamb always comes out to check the pitch, yeah. wherever Australia are playing. That's the thing. Any innings break if Australia are batting, as the players walk off, Nathan Lamb will walk in and he'll spend some time just studying the pitch. Uh, and to have to see him have a chat with Damien Hoff, his former employer, out. Does that happen anywhere else in the world where a test cricketer goes and meets his former employer? Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, this pitch has been very kind to him and you could just see the amount of turn that even Rostin Chase started getting towards the latter half of Australia's innings. You already started thinking about Nathan Lyon and what he would do. And as soon as he got the ball, that second ball he bowled today, just spun that break. And he had that big smile on his face. You knew wickets were coming. But once again, credit to Tej Narayan Chandra Paul. He was beaten yeah. a couple of times, but then he kind of got even more solid and he defended beautifully. He left well. Uh, there is something really special about this child. I was a child. The child of Chandra Paul, let's call him. Like, yeah. And of course, there are some shots. That, that's one shot that he just clips off his hips for a single. Let's just call it the Chandra Paul. Yeah. I mean, they have to trademark it. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to keep this relatively brisk tonight because the press has started to lay off the play again. But, um, but Travis Head did come to the press conference. Yeah. He was great. Um, made 175. He was pretty, I guess you'd call him, at peace with the run out. He wasn't yeah. at peace when he was out uh, oh. by Green for 175. But. Um, let's celebrate the innings it was rather than fixating too much on the way that mm. it came to an end. His high score, well, not his high score, he made 180. No, this is his high score. Joe Burns is. Joe Bears made 180 <laughs> at, at Canberra, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, but nevertheless, it was a, an important contribution. We talked about it a little bit on the podcast last night. Um, we put on 297 with Labashane, which is the sixth highest partnership ever at Adelaide Oval. Those two enjoy batting together ever so much. Uh, Labashane was out against the flow of play, caught behind. Good take uh, from. Uh, the wicketkeeper, the silver from the bowling of Devon Thomas. He's been a real live wire in this yeah. test. He was out there um, facing Cameron Green later in the day as well. We'll come to that Hall of Fame, I suspect. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, but yeah, the way in which Head just pretty much picked up from where he left off last night. It's a shame he didn't post 200, which he looked destined to do until he was run out. Yeah, it's a very different Travis Head to the guy who won the player of the series last year during the Ashes, where he was taking a lot of risks. He was really taking on the English bowlers in conditions which favoured the bowlers a lot. 
except maybe Sydney, everywhere else, the ball was doing all sorts. Uh, but this time he's been more restrained, the two tests we've seen so far, uh, but still played a lot of shots. We spoke a lot about his square cut, the ability to just use any amount of width and how he uses his hands and hit boundaries to the offside. Uh, but just the perfect tempo as well. Like he's not going too fast, but at the same time, uh, he is scoring at a fair clip. And it looked like the run out, you know, it's a cliche to say it, but it looked like the run out was the only way he was going to get out. Um, it's a pity he didn't get to a double hundred. It's not often you get an opportunity in test cricket where you literally have the bowlers at your control. I mean, you are on top of them. At uh, you, like, you know, you can score runs of them anywhere you want to. And then to be run out, obviously he was disappointed. Uh, but if he keeps batting like this, and the most the biggest takeaway from his press conference was his mindset, right? Yeah. When he spoke about, I'm not someone who looks at what I did in the past or my away averages or whether I've got runs away from home or not. It's a form-based game. So if he feels that if he's in form and he carries this form into India, he's backing himself to score runs. Yeah, it was a great answer because it kind of goes to the way he bats as well. When he, he trusts his eye, he backs his hands. The footwork's never going to be a big part of Travis Head's game and he's probably been copying criticism about that. Mm from when he was a kid coming through the ranks here at Adelaide Oval, but he, he's at peace with what he's doing and all the better for it. 275 runs already in the series, 99 last week and 175 today, maybe 100. Right. 274 runs for the series. Mm -hmm. He said 274. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, where are we? Uh, to round out our conversation, we probably should talk about what's happening in Multan, oh, uh, where, where England have had another baseball day. Uh, first, was it the first seven wickets for a bloke on the boot? Yeah, seven I know. Abrar, I mean, he's taken the world by storm. And I, I don't know whether you were listening to me on air with Jared. <laughs> to, is, yeah. That old dramatic ore of Cam Green where he went for 17 runs and got the Devin, Devin Thomas wicket. I, I was literally reading out Abrar's story that one of my colleague, a former colleagues at the Indian Express had written. A beautiful profile if you can just get it or find it. It's a, it's a lovely story. And, uh, you know, I, I took it took me seven minutes to you know literally narrate the whole thing out. And it took Cam Green seven minutes to finish that <laughs> over where he was hit for a lot of runs. Tej Narayan Chandrapal was hooking everything. And Devin Thomas fell out uh, the first time. Well, well, that might be our segue to our final word Hall of Fame for Woodstock Cricket. Woodstockcricket.co.uk. You'll see Josh De Silva using one of those beautiful Woodstock bats tomorrow. TFW20 is the code. It's all there in the show notes. Buy yourself a new bat in time for Christmas. Final word Hall of Fame for me is going to be the Cameron Green over where he conceded. 17 runs in four balls, four legal balls, yes. <clears throat> with a couple of no balls in there on the way through. And on his seventh ball, his fifth legal delivery, Thomas chops off, um, as if it were foretold. And I think the second part of my Hall of Fame, and you might go out of this, yeah. is Devin Thomas in the press. <laughs> you pick up that. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was just speaking about his bowling. Don't forget, he's still the reserve wicketkeeper of the side. <laughs> and he said that I was actually bowling to the Australians in the Nets uh, when they were in Antigua in 2016. And we asked him if he got anyone out. And he said, yeah, the Aussies. What did he say? He said Nathan Lyon was my bunny, didn't he? Nathan Lyon, yeah. Yeah, Nathan Lyon. I had the wood over the Aussies, he said. And he also started talking about how he used to be a quicker bowler. Yeah. And he said, which I've never heard of Devin Thomas bowling quicker than medium pace, but he <coughs> said I was a quicker bowler. A lot of them didn't want to face me in the net. It was quite a quite the press conference from the debut time. It's a good story. The fact that he made his, well, he was first in the Windy Squad in 2010, the Test Squad, as a reserve wicketkeeper. He's taken a one-day international wicket. Now he's taken two test wickets and he's still technically the reserve keeper batting number five all at the age of 33 on test debut great story even if he doesn't play again 
literally one a week that he reflects back on the, on Pride. And I did not expect to hear the names Mohammad Hafiz and Mayank Agarwal in a in an Australia West Indies press conference. But apparently those two have been the guys who uh, Devon Thomas met through India A tours and playing in the CPL and T10, who have encouraged him, who've said that do not give up because at one point he thought his Test career would, well, I mean, his chances of playing Test cricket were gone. But those two were the ones who kept inspiring him, and it, it just tells you, right? The cricket world is just getting smaller and smaller, and it's beautiful. Baz, that's it from us, I reckon. Short one, a good one. Second day at Adelaide. Speak to you tomorrow. Those two are the ones who kept inspiring him. And it, it, it just tells you, right? The cricket world is just getting smaller and smaller. And Baz, that's it from us, I reckon. Short one, a good one. Second day at Adelaide. That'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty wrote this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out.